Hello. Class of cannabis. It's been a glorious year. I want someone in here to stand to their feet and tell me their best way to smoke. Who will it be? you What's your name, girl? Not him. It really matter when we all agree. What's your best way to smoke? This is the best way to smoke podcast, and you smoking with Big J. Serpo Jr. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, and tell a friend. We got a few topics we we want to get into, and like we really want to talk about the um, you know, the war on drugs. You know how all that stuff back, you know, back in the days, all these different laws and bills that was passed, you know, right. it's still it's still affecting people today. Yeah. And um, so one of the main one of the main ones we want to talk about in the first topics is the 1988 um, drug law, the bill that was passed that kind of changed it that made it. It wasn't just a war on. Um, it wasn't just targeting drug dealers and traffickers. It was also targeting. Um, um the users so now a person that's hooked on drugs if you get caught you you know you, you end up facing some time so check out these couple little videos from you know when they were so when the republicans were so excited about passing this bill as a republican minority to be as constructive as we can in developing public policy uh on critical issues of the day and of course the one of the critical issues of the day is uh drugs and drug abuse it's crippling our society. It's tearing apart the fabric of our communities. And we've got to respond to this crisis with new and innovative ideas. And over three years, or over three months ago, I asked uh, Jerry Lewis, uh, the chairman of our Republican Policy Committee, and Mickey Edwards, the chairman of our uh, Republican Research Committee, to form a Republican task force on drugs. And Congressman Edwards and Lewis tapped Congressman Bill McCollum, then of Florida, the ranking member of the Crime Subcommittee on the Judiciary Committee, to chair the task force. Today we are unveiling the product of many hours of work by the task force, the bill we are introducing, the Comprehensive Anti-Drug Act of 1988, encompasses all aspects of the war on drugs. This bill attacks production, smuggling, trafficking, and drug use. And the innovation in this bill uh, is the price it exacts from the drug user. Uh, while we have to attack the supply of drugs, we must also go after the demand. And uh, forcing a, a drug user to become accountable or his or her behavior is a strong lever. Yeah, so like as they were saying, that bill changed um, in a lot of ways because it um, it allowed like just say like like I was saying like a person that was addicted to um, cocaine or that was using cocaine. So if you get caught with the cocaine the first time, you lose your license. You can go to jail for um, for five years. For, for having five grams of, um, of cocaine, you can go to jail for five years, up to 20 years, you know, and you lose a lot of privileges and stuff like this. So look, check this out, this information. In response to Congress, intensify its award against crack cocaine by passing the Omnibus Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1988, 47, the 1988 Act created a five-year mandatory minimum so five years minimum if you get caught with some crack cocaine and a 20-year maximum sentence for simple possession of five grams or more of crack cocaine. So, and, and if you really, you know, if you think about it, 
a lot of the people that was using um, cocaine was in the inner city, was in the black community. You know, cocaine was actually a cheaper drug. It was processed, you know, from the powder to the rock, you know, so it made it a, a cheaper drug, a quicker, a quicker high. So a lot of people, you know, got addicted to that. And it was a lot of people that, you know, that was affected, man, that shit broke up families. You know, people were stealing from families. People was, you know, just all fucked up to where, and not on, on top of that, you know, now it's breaking up families because people, you know, is going to jail when they probably just really needed some rehabilitation, you know, needed help to figure out how to get off the drug versus to just go to jail. And um, to me, it's like, it's all a part of, you know, like the mass incarceration of, you know, people finding a way to put people in jail, you know, to, to do slave labor and stuff though, man. And it's, um, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a fucked up thing that um, something that, you know, the, the, the people, the black people in the, in the people in the inner city, damn, it's something that people in the inner city really didn't have no effect over because, you know, we wasn't the ones bringing boats of cocaine and bringing, you know, bringing this and that, and that over here. It had to get to us, you know what I mean? And once it got to us, it exploded and, you know, fucked up a lot of things because it was so many things that was already, um, you know, against us anyway. And it's like to expound on that right there, <clears throat> like by them putting the, the, the minimum, you know what I'm saying, just for a, a cocaine possession of five grams, above the five grams, you get five years, right? Yep. You know what I'm saying, with that right there, once you hit, the so-called uh, minority groups, the, the the urban neighborhoods, you hit somebody with five years to 20 years, it's like if you have a little bit of money, yeah. that wouldn't be too much of nothing because it's a possession. It's like I'm not distributing and doing anything else. Yeah. So it's like once you look at that and, and, and like the, the so-called war on crime, you know what I'm saying? It goes back and it, it follows in with that same mass incarceration. Because people in our urban neighborhoods didn't have the the said money to possibly like post a bail. So you have to sit in jail and do certain things. And it's like amongst being up in there, it's predators up in here. And you may do something up in there just off your own survival, which will will lead to more incarceration time. Yeah. On the flip side, mass incarceration, and all you have was just like you know, I, I was gonna go and just get high. I was gonna alter my mind just for a couple minutes or whatever it may be. Right. Now with that, with that being said, you know what I'm saying some of the stuff is being brought in. I'm not gonna sit here and say like no uh, people within an urban neighborhood was like not the inventors of just like mixing this, mixing that to get this type of high or whatever it may be. But since they hit the urban neighborhoods and these people have less funds but we finna give them the most time for because you also have cases of of people that are non-black non-hispanic right that that have been cracked with rock cocaine but i have money i have people or family members that's in positions of power to erase all of this and it really mm -hmm. didn't, be, didn't become a problem until it started, it started reaching the other, other communities yep yes 
You know what I'm saying? And when it start actually bringing light to certain things, because it's like I was looking at something. It's, it's, it, it was a brother, um, Lean Bias, a University of Maryland basketball star. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah, he was a brother. Story. He was right. a brother, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like he over, uh, what it was a drug overdose off of crack cocaine. Right. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the news of the actual brother itself, but since he's the basketball star of this Maryland University, is bringing attention to somewhere where it's like, we don't need that type. So mm-hmm. so with that coming there, they're like, all right, you know what I'm saying? This is it. It's an extra additive. And it's somebody of a minority. Mm-hmm. Once again, you know what I'm saying? It's back in a minority neighborhood. Some of us may not be as fortunate as others to have uncles or aunties or whatever may be in positions of power to help Help, like you know what i'm saying we finna because it's like we finna erase all of this stuff and at the same time we finna put you in this program to get you the help that you so need versus oh we finna put you inside of these uh jail cages you know what i'm saying you finna fight for your life or however it may be for so many amount of years Mm -hmm. it's a it's a big difference versus getting quality help than having a so-called be uh, um, um, what you call it, rehabilitated, right. and through mass incarceration or whatever it may be, it's 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 a different playing field once you come and do all of that, man. Oh yeah, most mm. mo- most definitely, and and you know from from when when the bill was passed back in the day, it's some things that has changed. You know, like how now they, I don't know if they still got that shit now, but like for LA, they had the Prop Thirty Six and different things you can do. It was still a catch to that, though, because if you think about it, Prop 36, you know, most, most people want to get out of jail. You want to get out of jail. You know what I mean? So you like, mm-hmm. damn, okay, if I take this Prop 36, I got to do drug classes and pay a fine, and then, but I'm free, though, and but I'm on probation, though. Mm-hmm. But I know, you know, the stipulation of that is if I get caught with some dope or something, I'm going back to jail and I'm going to have to do all this time. So, and if you think exactly. about it, if a person is addicted to the shit, then, you know, just say out of 10 people, you and, and all the 10 people was addicted, you might get eight people, you know what I'm saying? That's going to go back and do the same thing. And now they're doing all that time, you know what I mean? And th- that shit is, that shit is crazy. So it's like, you know, when we talk about, you know, reforming something and, and changing something, it's some things that just need to be abolished, that just need to be out of exactly. here. You know what I mean? And, and you know, the way the laws were set up in a lot of different ways and the way they passed all these bills and turned them into laws back in the days, a lot of things was aimed at, you know, the black community, at keeping, you know, keeping us down and keeping us, you know, out the way. Yeah, and keeping us less fortunate and stuff like that. And, you know, as man, you had a conversation before the other day and shit, though, like as as things change and shit, though, reform, you know, like shit, fuck reform with certain things. Fuck that Seriously. shit. Just, you got to like kick that shit out the window. Yeah, just get that shit up out of here. You know what I mean? And it's, it's um, you know, it's fucked up that, that some, something... You know, I mean, for us, for black people, it started with, you know, with slavery when, you know, when, when our ancestors and, and shit was brought here. And then, you know, it, it went on to 
when slavery was somewhat abolished or or, or they got rid of the shit though, then they created prisons. I wouldn't even say abolished right there. You know what I'm saying? I, like 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 how right. we were just talking, not to cut you off right there mid mid sure, stride sure, though, but it's sure. like like once you say like 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 slavery is being abolished, I wouldn't say abolished. That's where a word like as far as reform, how we was talking about. Right. They just switched it up. Because if you go into it, the mass incarceration, it's like once incarcerated, you're stripped of certain rights. Most definitely. You in there, you're doing hard labor for for pennies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Pennies to the dollar. So it's not necessarily abolished. Yes, right. you may have to do something wrong to where you have to go up and take that little trip, but yet and still, it's still modern day. Some slavery. things are not. Yes, because certain things are really not caused for for you to be up there, right? To actually go through that process. So it's a, it wasn't necessarily abolished. That's where it's something like reform may have come in because right. it was just changed. Right. Certain right. stipulations, you know, what I'm saying was put here. Certain cause and effects may now be like, all right, since it was there, let them get to this point, and then we can do this. So I wouldn't say it was necessarily abolished. And then when you really think about some shit, though, like to, to have reform in there with certain things that should just stop and just not even not even to um, to, 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 to jump off the, sh the subject. But this is something that's kind of relevant, though, because it's like, you know, how the, the war on drugs and in, in, in effect, it, it affected the inner city. So you look at like, OK, like the situation that's been going on with the coronavirus and like the hate on the Asians and stuff like that though, right? And how they, you know, they 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 quickly created a bill, you know what I mean, against um, you know, the Asian hate and, and stuff like that though, but how um black people been fighting to get them kind of things to happen for a long time. So, but back on the subject though, um it's um you know, just us too. You know, what I mean, as family, we got family members that done been, you know, that that have been drug addicted, that is drug addicted, that you know, and we've seen it personally how it can affect people and how it can affect situations. And it's not something that um, just affects that person that's using drugs. It's something that affects everybody that's around them. You know what I mean? And if yeah. it's a lot of people, you know. Just think about when when the, when the crack hit in the, in the early eighties in the eighties and shit like that when it really when that shit really just hit the crack cocaine and shit like that, man that that shit that shit took over a lot of things a lot of a lot of people said fuck they families I want to get high, you know I want to I want to do this I want to do that so it's like, just even on the on on the on the scale of, of the fact of it breaking up homes sending people to to prison. You know, it's stopping, um, you know, communities from being successful. And man, that shit, that shit is, that shit killed a lot of dreams and stunted a lot of families' growth. Look, look, I, I want to say this, you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't want to seem as if like I'm the bad guy or not neither, but I'm a black man and I like, like I see things if, if like, like I like to go back, see what was the cause of certain events, this, that, and the other. And it's wow. like when crack cocaine was like actually presented, it wasn't like a broke man's drug as wow. if like how it's portrayed now. 
right. was portrayed as if it was like it's this is a cool type of thing. Right. And by us being black folks, like nowadays in this age, it's cool to be cool. Right. So like if 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 this is something that's cool right here, I'm gonna be a part of this just so I can be cool. I can be the man or I can be the woman or whatever it may be, right. not knowing the effect that this is going to do to you and those around you, as you say. Right. So, it, and it's like, it's more of, of, of like a mental challenge as well, because right. it's, it's, you, you got to watch what you perceive to be as something glorifiable. Because once it was presented, it's like, you have this, oh, you the it person right here. Oh, you can have this type of high. Oh my goodness. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was glorified in a different aspect. And then it's like the 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 after effect of it was like a big old, big old boom. Where it's like the 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 user was actually affected by it, the family members, and then so the children of that whole Man, you got era. Crack babies and all that shit though. You feel me? You know, so so I'm not finna sit here and just and like place a blame somewhere else because it's enough of us that know better. Right. And since we just fell victim to that, it's like self-control and self-will was practically almost gone due to that type of drug. Right. Even Most though definitely. some have even bounced back. You know what I'm saying? They found that will and you know what I'm saying? That 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 Get mental back. strength right. to right. actually come back. Most you know definitely. what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, like just how we thought it was cool to like do this then, we need to pay attention now because those who actually are recovering from that, those are the cool ones. Because yeah. once it started, they was cool then. Yeah. They broke down, you looked down upon them. But now that they actually found their strength and that will back, those are the cool ones. Because yeah. if you pay attention, they have the willpower and the mental strength to actually fight and prevail over something. They ain't just completely fall victim to it. Most definitely. Most you know, definitely. so it's like you got to pay attention to both sides of it, the good and the bad. And just because something may seem bad, it doesn't mean it has to be a bad outcome. And then, Because it's like those that's right. closest to me that overcame that, I look at that as like, you know what I'm saying, that's straight power right there for that's you to bounce back definitely. off of something like that. Most definitely. I agree with you too. Cause you know when you when you young when you young and shit though honestly, you know you might look as a person that do dope and smoke dope you might look down on them and shit though you know what I'm saying and be like ah oh, look at this motherfucker Man. and whoopty whoop whoop this and this and this you know what I mean but then when you really understand life and really understand how shit go man you you have a different outlook on how you view how you view people you know what I mean and you understand that that shit is um. That shit is a disease. It's a disease. Once it gets you, yeah, it yeah. got you. And it's like a disease you got to try hard as a motherfucker to find a cure. To find a cure for that shit, though. You know? Check out this video with Nip. It's a, it's a real situation, you know? I remember crack being a drug everybody did, and you knew if you did crack, your life was over. Everybody had an uncle that was on work, smoking work, or auntie, or somebody in they, on their block that smoked dope. I remember one of the homies actually burnt his house down. His his uncle was in the back garage smoking work. Rap became like the broadcast for everybody area. As far as like, they talking about shit we going through. On the radio, saying it. So you felt important. 
You know what I'm saying? Like your struggle was acknowledged, you know what I mean? You had people making songs like White Lines and The Message and all this, you know, original hip hop. I think Tupac spoke to the, the 90s, Dear Mama, in my opinion. That was like one of the first records that set Pac aside from everybody. He was leading by example about a lot of kids whose mamas was on drugs, who lost respect for their mama and was like, didn't know how to feel about it, ashamed and, you know what I mean? And I think that was like empowering for young kids to hear that, like you love your people regardless. When the crack shit hit and it was all that Iran scandal and Contra and all that and you had people having town hall meetings talking about they put crack in the community and it was like a confirming of a suspicion that everybody already had but now they had some facts. So when your instinct tell you this shit ain't straight, it ain't straight. Yeah, cocaine, like uh, like you said, cocaine, cocaine fucked up a lot of people's lives like we just talked about, man. But we gonna move on to the next subject. My angel Cody, you know what I'm saying? She's the sister that been out there. Like, like we talking about the world on drugs and it's like, you already know the best way to smoke family. We pro weed. We pro marijuana, however you want to phrase it. THC, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm about definitely. to fire off one right now. And there's a lot of brothers and sisters that has fell victim to that that so-called crime law on drugs or whatever it may be behind marijuana, which is, it's a nonviolent crime. And what I mean by falling victim to it, it's like some of them receive extensive years. And like how I stated mm -hmm. like some time before, it's like you may go in there for, a five-year stint, not knowing this is not a rehabilitation center as right. it's portrayed to be. It's like, right. it's, it's gladiator school. And it's like, if you don't want to fall victim to certain things, you may have to do certain things to actually survive. And those things may actually cause your five years to turn into seven, to turn into 10, 15, right. so, so on. Behind right. something mm -hmm. like I wasn't violent when I came here. But due to survival tactics, I have to do certain things. Now, now, not to like like keep going down that little rabbit hole right there, but the right. sister, my angel Cody, that's a sister that just and shots out to her. That's a sister that came out like she's a lawyer uh uh at the decarceration of nonviolent offenders, which is like brothers and sisters that receive like harsh sentences and even life sentences behind marijuana, you know, nonviolent mm -hmm. offenders. And it's a whole team of um, female lawyers, right? Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. She has she she has her whole a whole get out. I'm not I'm not too versed about it because I just came across the sister just recently. So I can't right. sit here and like actually expound on her work. But from the things that I have came across and I have to, you know what I'm saying, like tilt the hat to her, it's like like it was stated, she took like 40,000 of her own made dollars of her own. Right. And it's like she set forth, you know what I'm saying, to go across the country, you know what I'm saying? And in like 90 days, she overturned 17 life sentences. That's dope. Like her and her that's team yeah, behind, uh, uh, for, for like nonviolent offenders and people that's like incarcerated behind, you know, like, Come on now, uh, five grams of, of of crack cocaine, or you know, what I'm saying a, a a couple grams of marijuana, whatever it may be, and you're in a state to where it's like they harsh on these things, and you get an extensive sentence. Some people are not gonna take the time to try and like fight for you. She took right. the time yeah. out. She took the time out. She did her research. Um, 
and it's like it happened and one thing that she brought to light to me like like when i saw an interview of her it's like 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 you have our past president donald trump a lot of people give him like little kudos because he like released certain people right but what right. was what was not like publicly noticed and it's like i still would do my research about it to see how accurate it is and like the sister my angel cody and her team sent over a letter to Obama, Obama's office. And Obama's office actually took certain steps in doing so and <clears> overturned <throat> certain sentences. But it's not like, like I forget the exact number, you know what I'm saying? But it, there's numbers that Obama have done that people don't like, like know about and give credit to and that they will give to someone else. You know, and this sister, my angel Cody and her team is the one that like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I will say this. This is something that may have happened. You know, and it's like, again, I give like shout out to her because behind those brothers and sisters that may have like fell victim to this and felt like all hope was up. She came in, you know what I'm saying? Like her name saying my angel. She came yeah, in and she like fixed that. Shout out, she shout gave out. other people like 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 people that's in there that's like down on their luck, like ah, that you see stories like this of my angel, you know what I'm saying, coming in and she changes certain things that gives somebody, you know what I'm saying, you done water the plant, you know what I'm saying, I done bloomed and blossomed a certain way. Yeah, let me get right, in and start, yeah, let me right. get in and start mm -hmm. reading something else because if she come my way, this is something that I can use, you know what I'm saying, to actually help her help me. You know what I'm saying? So again, shout out to my angel Cody for like putting that spark out there for for brothers and sisters worldwide. You know what I'm saying? To have some type of hope. Yeah, shout out to my my angel. Yeah, that is a dope name too, though. Yeah, that's her name, my angel, my angel Cody. Look it up. Oh shit, that's going on. Life with gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I heard about that shit though, but it's 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 not really. It, it ain't really hit. It's supposed to be getting back to normal, but they it's like they kind of backed up and shit, though, in certain other states, though, but it's not really fucking with us like that out here. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? like, I forget. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if, if, like it's I'm not, I used to be, up, I used though. to be, I used to, yeah, I used to be into that shit, like, heavy. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, like, been some years, like, I just slacked off, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, this oil shit, and like how it relates to politics and how it affects us, you know what I'm saying? Like the consumers, like we need gas to commute here, there, and there. I used to be on it, you know what I'm saying? And certain things would be going down, certain sides won't be at an agreement, you know what I'm saying? It, prices are rocky. Both sides, all right, are we at we at cool? We, we, you know what I'm saying? We seeing eye to eye right now. Our prices of gas going lower. Right. Because it's like certain transactions on a different level is going smoothly. But once things get rocky, oh, it's back up again. You know, so it's like 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 I lost track of of what causes this shit to go up and down and stuff like that. But that's crazy. And we're going to talk about the CIA and, you know, like the situation with the CIA bringing uh, drugs into the inner city, how it affected and how, you know, just different shit that went on. And that was during, like, the, the um, was that during the Reagan administration? Yep, the 80s. Uh, I believe yep, so. Yep, that was during the Reagan administration. Right, yeah, it was, it was. 
So yeah, that was during the uh, Reagan administration, and he he actually it's documented though that he actually authorized you know certain uh, American agencies like like the CIA to um, to kind of like work with the Contras and shit like that though. You know what I'm saying? To like to let that shit run how it ran. You know what I mean? And it was like, but but the way they said it was like it was just to kind of turn the other cheek to it. Like to know, you know what's going on, but just to kind of turn the other cheek to it. But the other, the other shit. That's involvement. Exactly. Regardless, whether you turn exactly. the cheek or not. You know what exactly. I'm saying? It's like, you know of it. So by you knowing of it and you seeing the effect of it and you continuing to just turn the cheek, you know what's going down. Yeah, and so it's it was, like, you, yep. yeah. Yep. And it was kind of, it was crazy. Around that time, like I said, I think the news broke in San Jose. You know, they they released the news and they in they news their local newspaper, and it just caught fire. So it was like um, a lot of, of different reporters from the LA Times reported on it and stuff like that. So like, check out this video. And I think this is important. I think that it, as Doyle pointed out earlier, this story is not a rumor. There is a kernel of uh, undisputed truth at the bottom of this. That is that that. Some people who were involved with the Contras were mixed up with drug dealers. Drugs that, uh, that, that the Contras brought were sold in the United States. That in and of itself is a horrible scandal. You don't, have to, you don't need all of the other magnifications to be upset and dismayed by the implications of that itself. Now, but it exponentially changes the issue if, in fact, drugs are being, co crack cocaine is, being, is pouring into the inner city and it's well, seen we have established some, that, it, but that's the part that needs it, to be that needs to be investigated at this point, right? That that's the part that has not been that has not been settled. What well, is it, known is, well, is has it, it not been settled, Doyle. I mean, are we settled this point or not? No. The, the the question of whether the Contras introduced crack, that's been settled. It's just not not no, on. I, crack I was there five they, years earlier. I'm not arguing that they introduced them, and I would never argue that that if the CIA had not been involved in this, theoretically, that. That crack would not have been a huge problem. There were just too many people here. I think, though, the question of the extent to which the CIA knew about this activity and the exact scale of it, I think, is something that remains to be seen. And that's, that's, fair that's the me, part. Let me make one distinction here. There is not a shred of evidence. I hate to sound like an apologist for the CIA. I've spent a lot of my career investigating the CIA, but there is not a shred of evidence that the CIA planned or directed this trade in cocaine. There is some evidence that when they found out about it, they looked the other way. That is troublesome. Okay. If that turns out to be true, and there and there when are they found out about what? When they found out uh, uh, that people involved in the Contra movement in Central America were moving cocaine into the United States, uh, the the CIA did not do anything about it. Didn't pass that information on to law enforcement officials. Just like that, it's easy for black people to believe that it's true. You know what I mean? It's like coming from where we come from and, and the shit that we, you know, in the inner city and the and the ghettos and shit like that, the things that we have to deal with and the things that we see with dealing with the higher governments and knowing um, like how things go to set us back and push us back. Why wouldn't we believe that um, the, the government was sending drugs into the inner city? Control. They, they, they have, they still in control. All right, yeah, you may seem we may we allowing you to believe that you are the man. Oh. But you can be the man at my disposal. So 
you know what I'm saying? I'm going to continue to do this right here. So instead of me having to do hand-to-hand -hand combat or, 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 or getting blood on my hands, you can do it because you finna fuck up generations to come. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep supplying you this right here. You're going to fuck up the generation that you're in right now, which is going to trickle effect into the next generation. So the therefore, the that next. generation, you know what I'm saying, there's not, they're not going to have anything, you know what I'm saying, to pretty much learn from because we're fucking up the mental as it is right now. Yep. So it's just going to keep on passing on and passing on. Soon as I get old and retire, whatever it may be, the next young protege will be up in here to talk to your next protege to continue on with it, whatever mm -hmm. the drug may be at the time. On both we'll levels. Be here, you know what I'm saying? We'll be here to provide it for you. So therefore, we'll continue to have control once, you know what I'm saying, it feel like it may be a little bit of control coming up out of it. You may end up there somewhere or you may end up a part of the mass incarceration list. And you think about a lot of cats though, man, it's dudes that be, you know, that be around for a long time that be selling dope, right? And a lot of the niggas though, like you get you get you hear talks in the hood and shit like, man, I, that nigga probably snitching, man. This nigga been selling dope at that same spot for 20 years and ain't and, and he the nigga done went to jail though, but a nigga right back at the same spot for 20 years. It make a motherfucker mm. think like Man, and then the way things are now, it's like you can work, you can work with the police. Um, like like my angel was saying, you can work with the police and like you could lie about what somebody what somebody else is doing, and then they don't even have to like lose the trial, you know what I mean? Or win a trial, lose the trial. Even if they lose the trial or win the trial, you still get what you what you you get the time off, you get released and all that shit. You get what you with the with the deal that you made, you get that shit. So it's like, like, even all the way down to snitching. To, to snitching. It's just so many things that's involved with that drug shit that fucks up the inner city and fucks up our communities and stuff like that. But this is this is a question. You don't have to answer it. If you want to answer it, you can, but you don't have to answer it. But if you're in that position to where it's like you working with the CIA, the Fed, however you want to like put it, to get a quality work where you can put out into a certain community, you're not giving up any information, but the contact that you have due to your business, they're living, they're eating. You know what I'm saying? Their kids are going to prestige colleges, they see in the world and all of that. Mm -hmm. But you're not giving up no information, anything of the sort. Is that considered like working with the feds? Quote unquote, like snitching? You're not like giving up any information, but you're working with them. You're touching hands with them. They have access to everything that you're pretty much doing. Because if they crack down on you, everybody that's pretty much with you, they have a line on. So, you know what I'm saying, by you working with them, is that that's, like... That's a, that's a dangerous game. Yeah, that's a dangerous game that... Yeah, I couldn't play that game. Uh, I mean... You know, so... Yeah, and it's I like I only, that that, I, I only ask that question to say, either way it go, once you choose to play with that fine line, you fucking over your own as it is. Mm -hmm. 
whether so you many words. Get, whether you putting the information out on somebody or whether you just using it because it's like you giving it to your own, which is going to like trickle effect and like tear something up. Yeah, because you it's really like if you look at the broader picture, that's what the aim is. We really want to make us look bigger, you know, while we continue to make you guys smaller. And you guys continue to destroy each other. You know, and that's and that's a lot of the shit that, you know, that goes on. It's, it's because, um, like I say, we get a fucked up in on, on like, like, like you were saying, it continues on two, on two levels. You got the drug user, the person, you know, as, as, as from generation to generation, it's going to be somebody that's going to be using the drugs. And you got from generation to generation, you got somebody that's going to be selling the drugs and, and nine times out of 10, that person that's selling the drugs is going to do some jail time, going to be in and out of jail, just like the person that's using the drug, going to probably be in and out of jail, you know, doing some kind of time and shit like that. So it's it's a fucked up system on so many levels. And then you, you think about, you know, the kids that's tied to them people that's doing them drugs and that's caught up in that situation. And uh, it's crazy, but you can, you can understand, you can understand that how and why the CIA would do that. If you think about slavery, the way, you know, black people has been treated, you know, since since we've been in America, you know what I mean? And it's like, um, that shit is like, that shit is like fucked up, man. Because you think about like, it make you like think about what if like none of that bullshit ever took place? No matter if we'd have been in America or fucking, be? yeah, where would we be at? Or in Africa? Like, where would we be at? Like, like how fucking, like, bomb would black people be? You know what I mean? Like, just, like, think about, like, through history, how smart. It, would, it wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be no, it wouldn't be no, you look at your, you look at your fellow brother and it's like, nigga, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? The way like, oh, knock your block off. It wouldn't be like that. It'd be a total, right. like, difference. Like, in my opinion, it'd be a different embrace. Right. You know, once you out, you have sisters that's out or whatever it may be, they'll feel totally safe as long as mm -hmm. brothers are around. That's just mm -hmm. my opinion. Because mm -hmm. it's like, like, if you look at it now, even through all the turmoil, you have brilliant Black people. You have strong sure. Black people. You have sure. smart Black people. You know what I'm saying, and and if that was just like, like actually seen, and then it's actually taught, oh man, it's like 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 you can actually just like see it by talking about it. It's yeah, it's gonna be it, it's a whole different dynamic. Mm -hmm. You will see brilliance. You'll want to be right. brilliant, and it's your own kind because you, know? you already like the people that they show you is not of your kind, and you want to be of that. The people of your kind that they show you, they they make it seem as if like all we can be is just like gangster rappers. So so just like think about Mitch McConnell, as far as like you know what we're talking about right now, but like in the history books, because they was they was trying to pass a bill to where um, you have to they have to teach um, like our history and stuff in the schools, and he was like totally against it, like totally against that like for reasons 
you know, I don't know all the reasons though, but I ran across something that I can like I know some of the reasons, you know what I'm saying, just by that. Because it's like I've like like I've I'm not gonna say I've read a whole lot of books because it's a whole lot of books out there, but I, I have read enough to know that slavery wasn't just a marker in black history. Wow. That's just a marker that we may look at and see that like, oh, this has occurred. But there has been great things happened before then. Right. <laughs> ne like, never mind what the people may say or think. Great things have happened in regards of Black folks before yeah. then and even after. Now, and, and it's like, if you go and you, and you go and, and, and teach that starting from what, pre-K to, to uh, K through 12, that's our regular schooling right now that's when your brain is just now developing. That's when you be going through certain like school phases and be, oh, I want to be like this person. I, uh, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor, this, that. That's what you see all of that. Now, if you talk like in school, like the brilliance that black folks had before slavery, because if you look at slavery is all you teach inside of these schools, yeah. I don't want to be that. Yeah. Right. So I don't want to be that. So you're looking at something else, you know what I'm saying, which is they show like some slave owners, you know what I'm saying, living proper. You'd be like, I want to be that person. You know what I'm saying? But if you if you was to actually teach what happened before then, how brilliant people was, black people was before then, you'll have a different outlook on life. It wouldn't be just like I'm looking at this kind right here as being great. You would see that my kind for dynasties has been great. Right. You know, and that'd be a whole different like like change then, mm -hmm. because you seeing it. it. It's like oh, you reading your history about it, because everything you read, damn near now through in school, you believe to be true. You believe Columbus discovered America or whatever, yeah. however that shit may be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But once you actually like do certain researches of certain things, you know like nah, this can't be this. This can't be mm -hmm. that. So. I can see why they was against it. Michael, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I can see why they're against that. <laughs> yeah, but look. Yeah, that shit was crazy, though, man. It's, it's, um, I'm high as a motherfucker. High as a motherfucker. Look, <laughs> we talked about some good shit, man. You know, we hope y'all, um, Fuck with it and get hired in the motherfucker. Hired in the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but look. So, man, we hope y'all enjoyed the um, the three topics we talked about, you know, and got something good out of some good information and, you know, a better, a better understanding if you don't understand what goes on in, you know, in the, in the inner cities and, um, and how certain things that um, has been against us have um, created um, a lot of um, turmoil and um, destitute in the communities and shit to where, you know, people can't get ahead. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> I can do it. This nigga started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can use that with that. And, um, and, um, and, yeah, um, and, uh, Nigga, nigga, slow down like a motherfucker. Like, 
Yeah, man. <laughs> that nigga slowed down like a motherfucker though, but um <laughs> so look, check us out at www.bestwaytosmoke.com and check us out on Instagram. Remember our Instagram got um disabled. We still working on trying to get it back, but it's still best way to smoke with an underscore at the end. So it's spelled the same way. Best way to smoke with an underscore at the end. So, and you can follow us on Twitter, Snapchat. We active on Snapchat. And uh, check out the YouTube channel. Check out the podcast. We on Spotify and we on Acorn. Big J. Serpo Jr. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, and tell a friend. And That's the link right. to the new page is going to be it's gonna be one of the, 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 the first tags up under the video. Best way to smoke, baby. Best way. Yeah. Bob Marley turned everything into a cool party. You ain't put in on it. I'm so sorry. Won't be puffing unless it's your party. It's Compton Wave. I'm so gnarly. Smoke is loud as a new Harley. Back to the future like a young Marty. I keep them bees.